Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I've got a great show for you today as we wrap up 2018 and roll into, sorry, 2017. (laughs) I'm already into the new year and roll into 2018. I have to say I'm very excited about what's to come for this year. Um, I have some personal goals and wishes and uh, some some, uh, personal stuff and also some professional stuff. So I'm excited. Some things I will be sharing with you. Um, I, I don't want to give away any secrets. I've got some fun stuff planned for my blog um, if you follow. If you don't, please do sign up. I won't spam you, I promise. Um, it's wardrobeenvy.com. And uh, also some great things for social media. I've been kind of planning and working with um, a team of social media experts since they know much better than I do. And we've got some really fun things. We're going to start adding some live stories um, if you are an Instagram fan um, and you are on Instagram, what I love about it is it's just pictures. So you don't have to sit there and read through blah, blah, blah. Um, and you don't have to really – you can follow who you want. You don't have to participate. You can post pretty much one or – I think I think the minimum is maybe three photos. Um, but you don't have to, which is great. So you don't – you can just kind of uh, get inspired by other people's posts. And, uh, yeah, I really try and make it sort of a, a, a curated page of – all things that a lot of it is uh, my outfit, of course, but there's also things in there that inspire me. There's always beautiful floral pictures, and there's usually scenery pictures. Um, so it's it's pretty much anything that has to do with wardrobe envy and uh, the brand itself. And for 2018, we're going to be layer. We started doing it already a little bit. We're going to be layering some live Insta stories, and which is always fun. So um, be sure and check that out. And uh, on Instagram, my handle is wardrobe underscore envy e-n-v-y okay moving on i want to talk about new year how about a new color of the year and adding a new color into your wardrobe so the obvious for my first pick is of course pantone's color of the year which was named back in december and it is ultraviolet so i wanted to talk about this color and kind of what it what it means and and then obviously how to wear it uh so it's a blue based purple And uh, this is right from Pantone's website uh, and uh, what they're describing this, the the thought and the feel behind this color, dramatically provocative and thoughtful purple shade. That's what they're calling this. Um, Originality, ingenuity and visionary way, uh, visionary thinking that points towards the future. Interesting. I have to make a comment. Ultraviolet, by the way, is a term for us, a color that is not visible. In, yes. human, in in regular light. Yes, so I know. So interesting that they've used that. And I also noted, and now obviously we could probably sit here all day and sort of draw our own conclusions or draw our own stories, let's call it. The, I thought of that too. And then I thought, purple. Okay, purple is actually, because, you know, remember, they pick the color and they supposedly this has a lot to do with um, both political forecasting, weather forecasting, not just trends in, in, in fashion, but they kind of supposedly look at the economy. I thought, well, do you know what purple is? It's the combination of blue and red, as in as in Republican and Democrat. If you combine the two, oh, you get oh. purple. And I thought, well, isn't that very uh, forward thinking? You know, maybe p- people are going to we're going to work together. And but like they said, visionary thinking that points towards the future. And immediately I thought, well, purple's blue and red. And, I, you know, took it a step further. So, I like your viewpoint much better. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting enough. But, you know, I like the thought of um 
being positive, of course. And, uh, you know, and then the next thing I thought of was purple's a very royal color. I mean, that's really associated with royalty. It's yeah. always been purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought a little further. I was thinking about the arts and music. And then first thing popped into my head was Prince. <laughs> I thought, oh, purple. Yeah, Prince. <laughs> so And a new princess coming up. And the new princess, yes. Oh, actually, she's going to be a duchess, though, Oh, right? I'm sorry. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Well, royalty anyway. Royalty anyway, definitely, yeah. She will be a duchess. From what I understand, you can only be a real – well, she'll be a princess, but they won't call her a princess. Because she's not born into the family. You have to be born into. I see. So, therefore, she will be the duchess. Oh, yes, I'm all over. I'm all over the royal family <laughs> and the next wedding and the next baby that's coming. And um, I was just talking about this with, actually, a Brit – a very good friend of mine um, is she now lives here. She lives in New York, but she is from London. So we have these like lengthy conversations about the monarchy. <laughs> and because I'm just fascinated, but which most people are, but I'm really fascinated by the whole thing. And uh, I was talking about the Netflix series, The Crown, of course, mm. and uh, all that goes on. So, and I said, how great is that, that there's now... You know, the Prince Harry is now marrying a girl. It's an interracial marriage, basically. And I thought, how wonderful is that? We've really come a well, not only we, they have really come a long way. Mm. Um, because as I was watching the Netflix The Crown, you know, part of it was about divorce and how you th- that was not an option, you know. And there's lots of infidelity, but nobody got divorced. Right. So um, I thought that was good. I thought, you know, wow, that's incredible. So anyway, so that was my thought about purple or violet um i don't think it's the easiest color to wear again like last year's color was greenery you're gonna have to kind of play with the shades of it so the true shade is definitely uh, a blue based purple but of course if you want to make it work which then it kind of becomes a different color you could um you know add light to it add dark to it so um right away i think of purple and i love velvet i don't know why that just pops into my mind purple velvet, whatever that may be, whether it's home decor or whether it's a blazer or a pair of pants. Um, What's it going to pair well with? I'll tell you right off the bat, metallics, I think of. So something like gunmetal, silver, gold, and it doesn't have to be shiny. It could be. It could just be like a pair of shiny shoes, but it could also be sort of a matte metallic. So um, I think that's going to look great. A little bit more elegant, I would lean towards greens and grays. That's going to soften it and be a little bit more elegant with a purple. Um, Navy will be really great. I think navy is such a strong neutral color. It's going to ground it. Um, For a little bit more fashion forward, cherry red. This is definitely going to be... Now, I actually have seen this together. Cherry, and I'm talking bright red, cherry red. And this ultraviolet color, it works. It actually looks really nice, but um, it's it's a statement. So if you're not, it's like wearing red lipstick. If you're not confident in wearing it, don't wear it. Guys, I think guys could do it in a tie because it would be small enough where it would be just a little pop and it wouldn't be too crazy. Not like a, a shirt or um, you know, bigger piece of a garment. Um, rose pink, like a soft pink, would be very fun. I think for spring. Raspberry would also be a really pretty color. And then this color I, I, I saw, I kind of was looking through the Pantone website. So it's, they, it's called Buttered Rum on the Pantone website. It's basically like a brownish yellow. So I know you're thinking, mm, but trust me, it looked really pretty. Um, that with the purple, somehow it, the, the, um, 
ultraviolet color has just enough red and blue in it and then the brownish yellow somehow it worked together and I thought that's actually quite nice it was almost like a more lean toward more of a goldish color so those are colors that will work well together if you're looking to wear this color um, otherwise I think because we're going to see a lot of this color in 2018 um, otherwise I think that you've got to just go safe and just pair it with a neutral by the way any any uh, plaid or animal prints would totally work because they all work as neutrals um, how about black though well, doesn't I, sound to me like black was going to work no I wouldn't love that because yeah. I think it's going to be too dark yeah. So I think if you wanted to wear the color, you'd have to lighten up the color. So that, and again, that becomes basically a different color. Mm. But you could still do a lavender. You'd have to really go much lighter. And the, I love lavender and black. I love together. Mm. It's very, very striking. But I wouldn't do what they're calling this ultraviolet color because it's definitely a, a saturated color. So yeah, you're right. I don't think I would do black. Okay. Yeah. Good question, Bob. <laughs> so would you wear this color, Bob? What are you thinking? Yeah, I liked your idea of a tie. Yeah. yeah, I'd definitely be looking for that color in the ties. Yeah, I think I think it could even be done in a shirt if it were a, a pattern shirt. So not all solid purple. If it's a pattern shirt with maybe it's got you know thin gray stripes or black stripes or white. Yeah, this blue and brown that I'm wearing now, the blue could be the ultraviolet. Maybe yes, instead. Yes. Yeah, because a small pattern from a distance, you know, kind of reads as a solid, but it depends on what colors are next to it. Mm -hmm. So like your shirt now, I can't really see. I know there's a blue in it, but I can't see exactly unless I got up close, right. you know, what color. Right. So I think you could do it in a, in a shirt, a pattern shirt. I bet you you could even do it in a solid shirt, depending what you're wearing with it. Mm -hmm. I bet you. And, and remember... This color is going to translate differently in fabrics. So whether it's a sofa or it's a, an appliance in the kitchen or it's something you're wearing, it's the same color looks very different depending on what the material it is. Right. You know, if you're talking about fabric or you're talking about, you know, something else, a handbag, leather, um, or a throw pillow, it's going to look very different in depending on the fabric or the, the object that it's in. So... Interesting, though. So, I, I, again, I like the thought of points towards the future, visionary thinking. I like all of that. I think it's um, interesting how they, why they picked this color. Um, but, you know, just like last year's color greenery, it was all about hope and refresh and restart. You know, it's got, I don't know. It gives us – there was this, actually a study on this website. I have to say, if you're ever just dawdling around the internet, check out Pantone.com. It's interesting. All of the things that that go into color – like there's a whole uh, different section on color theory and color intelligence, I think they call it, um, because basically there's different brands that hires Pantone to really come in. Like obviously look at Coca-Cola. We know it's red and white. Pepsi, we know it's blue and red, right? Mm. So um, there's companies that come in and hire Pantone and they do this extensive research and come up with a color and probably a logo maybe even um, for that. And because it really matters when you think about it, when you're talking about branding. Um, so I think that's interesting, you know, how, how color affects you and what you think of. Right. You know, when, you, when I think of blue and orange right away, I don't like it, but I know why. Because subconsciously, I think of the hockey team, the Islanders, <laughs> and I'm a Ranger fan. Oh, and the Mets, and I'm a Yankees fan. Isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. Funny enough, my husband's company, their their colors in their logo is blue and orange. And the first thing I said when he showed me, he said, oh, 
oh no, that's Islander colors. <laughs> he said, well, that's what we picked. We didn't, we didn't really think of that. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. But isn't that funny how you think of that? Do you, you know, um, different colors kind of right away associate with different brands. Like red and yellow. McDonald's. That's okay. That's right. Very, like, very strong. I of like course, it. that red and yellow gets used for almost all the fast food places. Is except, that true? Except uh, Taco Bell. I think they've got a slightly different color scheme. Yeah, there's scheme. like blue, purple. Or yeah. What's yeah. No, Burger King? Is that? I think they're red and yellow as well. Red and yellow? I think you're right. I didn't even think and of Wendy's that. And Wendy's as well. And Wendy's, right. That's right. But somehow I think of McDonald's first. Like, right. notice I said McDonald's. No, I think they were the first to use. Yeah, to do you it. also think of the golden arches, mm-hmm. right? That's interesting. Red and yellow. I wonder why they picked red and yellow. I mean, Something ketchup and mustard? Food? I don't know. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, you know, it's burgers that they sell. So I don't yeah. know. It's interesting. I guess, yeah, right. Something about food. Hmm. Interesting. I always find it interesting to see um, what color seems like a supermarket has. Like if a new supermarket opens or if a, a supermarket revamps itself. I think Stop and Shop did this a while back. Hmm. And then they have a new logo with different colors. And I always find it interesting, like... I generally have a reaction to it, like, oh, I like that, or oh, no, I don't. And, and maybe that's just me being me in the, in the visual business that I'm in, or um, I, I don't know. Maybe some people don't even notice it. But I think Stop and Shop did that a few years back, right? They had, yeah, I want to say they changed their logo. I don't shop at Stop and Shop, really. Want, maybe once in a while it's not convenient to my, where I live. But mm-hmm. I do remember seeing something new and thinking, oh, they look different. Also, I think Chase Bank did something recently. Yeah, Chase Bang, or maybe a, maybe I, or the just the colors, not the the um, font. I think is still the same. Okay, and uh, yeah, like for example, banks. I think that's interesting. To me, it should be blue. I want it to be blue or maybe green. I don't know why. I I don't. If I saw bank, would if you saw bank and their colors were orange or yellow, wouldn't that seem off? Yes. <laughs> something not substantial about it. Yes, that. something too light and fluffy about it. Yeah. Like it'd be like pink. I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. I don't know if I, I don't want to trust my money there. Right? But <laughs> right. somehow blue, to me, green, you could say, well, money is green. But blue also feels more uh, substantial. Perfect word. Funny, but do you see, this is what I, I use silly little examples like this quite often with my clients. Because they don't realize how much color does affect us and kind of have this um, sort of subliminal messages sometimes or, or we don't even think about how it affects us. So you can easily change your mood or your mindset with color, you know, even if it's the color of a room or it's just what you're wearing. I think it's pretty I, – I notice this with myself. Now, I love color. But there are times where I'll say, oh, I just feel like being in all black. It's rare, but it happens. And if I wear all black – two days in a row by the third day i'm like i need to wear bright red i'm just ready to be i feel almost dormant it's really it's odd i i start to get too you know because the first day i'll think oh i feel very slimming and again am i may or may not be more slimming but in my mind i'm in all black so i must look thinner and i'll tell you i think that definitely works yeah yeah uh, but if i do it more than once you know if i do it repetitive in one week I definitely am ready for color by, by the end. So it definitely affects. Anyway, so uh, that's it. Color of the year is ultraviolet. I think um, 
It'll be interesting to see. I liked last year's color green because I thought that it could translate across the board to many things in interior design and fashion um, and even technology. It'll be interesting to see what purple, what, what happens with purple. Like I said, once we start to see it in like a phone case or maybe a phone or um, different objects, you know, of uh, whether it's gadgets or things other than in the fashion industry, I'll be curious to see how it, how it gets played out. And it's curious to see how stores merchandise this color. So what are they going to pair it with? So it'll be interesting to see. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, trends for 2018, you won't want to miss this on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so let's talk trends. I've got a trend report in front of me for 2018 for your fashion wardrobe. And uh, things tend to continue on. Um, A few new things and some things are continuing from the fall, like Americana. This trend continues. And basically, what is that? It's it's just anything that looks American. So stars and stripes. Um, I like this. I like this a lot because, you know what, it feels right. It feels like, you know, unity, even if we're not unified. Um, It's representing change, and, you know, I think change is good, especially at this point um, in our society. And moving forward, you know, I always think, well, let's see what happens tomorrow. Tomorrow will be – today's a great day, but let's see what happens tomorrow. And I think when we're talking about fashion, again, just like the color sort of affects you and you don't even realize it, you know, if you're if you're wearing something, why would someone wear something patriotic? Because you're feeling patriotic, and so I like this trend a lot. I feel you know, you, you, it just feels right. Um, so, and I like the fact that you can do it as minimal or or as much as you want. Um, everything from I've seen star print everything from tops to boots to handbags. Now that I'm thinking about it, I've seen like a navy background with white stars everywhere. I like it. It's an you know, and if it's navy, it's a neutral. So I think that trend is uh, a good one that continues. Also, a big trend for spring is anoraks, an anorak jacket. So the runway showed a huge 90s urban vibe last September. September, we were looking at what was coming out for the spring. The common item was a windbreaker. And it's interesting enough because this is something super casual. This is something that's almost, you know, if I'm wearing a windbreaker, chances are I'm wearing it with athleisure or athletic wear underneath. Um, I probably wouldn't wear it dressing up. But then again, you never know. Um, but yeah, it's in general, it's a it's a casual item. I like the fact that it's 
there's a bit of a spotlight on it because basically if this is what happens. It's like what happens with a peacoat. So it's a very classic, simple silhouette. Once it becomes quote-unquote on trend, we start to see it. Designers will do it in all different colors and all different fabrics with patterns. And, you know, it'll be something different and there'll be different zippers or snaps or there will be basically more attention on the anorak if, if it, you know, since it's sort of on trend, I guarantee. So as opposed to just seeing it in whatever, maybe blue and red and basic colors, I guarantee we're going to see printed and we'll see slightly, slightly different fabrics. You can't go too crazy. It still has to have be a, a windbreaker type of jacket. Um, so... It will be interesting. I like this, and I'll, I'll give you this example. When Peacoats, a few seasons ago, not that the Peacoats ever out, but sometimes it's a little bit more in the, the forefront of, of fashion. Uh, I came across a, a olive green Peacoat wool, your traditional navy-looking type of Peacoat, double-breasted. But the bottom of it, probably from, it hits somewhere around the uh, middle of my thigh so it's a little bit longer and probably from about the hip down it's got this black pattern almost looks like flowers and it's velvet so it's they call that flocking so it's really cool and I probably bought it not that long ago maybe two years ago Um, I found it actually at Banana Republic and Every time I wear it, I wore it all this season, I get compliments on it. So this is what I mean. It's just, it's a basic coat. It's a pea coat. And in, a, in almost a drab color, olive green looks very, you know, military. But because of this black velvet flocking along the bottom, it really, it stands out. It looks, it looks different. So mark my words, that's what's going to happen with anoraks and windbreakers. We'll start to see them done in probably brighter colors for spring and prints um how to wear it i would just say for now until i see something really different i would just say keep it really simple and keep it casual i wouldn't i wouldn't dress this up what i would dress up is this is called fancy denim so or or hot denim as as some may say so what is fancy denim it's basically just upping your denim game and instead of dress normally when you dress denim you'd kind of dress down so you might pair it with a t-shirt or a fitted uh, sweatshirt or a fitted tee or something so now it's all about dressing it up so going the other way um, and a lot of the they're calling it fancy denim because there's a lot of embroidery there's lots of hand painting there's lots of beading um, there's just basically a lot a lot a lot of um, <clears throat> of embellishments so that immediately kind of ups the denim game. And I think for guys, same thing for you. I think you've got to dress it up as well. So think, uh, you know, like a casual Friday. Think blazer and a shirt. Think wearing it with, you know, something a little bit more dressy, a beautiful blouse for the ladies, as opposed to the other way around. It's not that you can't, but this is sort of the, the trend. The spotlight is more about the fancy denim. Uh, something else I like. This is saturated colors. I like when this is sort of a when they talk about colors being a trend. So think bold yellow, pink, green, orange. I did see some pastels on the runway for spring, but not a lot. That was very, I feel like that's kind of very old school way of thinking. Well, it's, you know, polka dots and pastels for spring and it's dark colors for fall. We've seen, we've seen this switch, this swap um, in several years now. And I like this. I like it gives you more options. Why can't you wear a bold color, a saturated color in the spring? Um, Why not? Why can't you wear a pastel in, in the winter? You know, to me, it becomes sort of sort of an icy pastel. You know, it's all in how you package it in your in your mind. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I like bold colors for spring. I think it's spring is about new life and growth and things blooming. So I always think of color. Uh, also sheer. Anything sheer has been uh, definitely a trend for 2018. Now, how do you wear sheer? This is one of those trends that could go horribly wrong. And it's like the cutout trend, you know, cutouts, depending on where they are on your body and whose body it's on. This can go terribly wrong. So I'm going to I'm not even going to get into it. I'm just going to say this when it's when it's done minimally, it can be very sophisticated and sheer works well for evening. I would lean towards evening as opposed to daytime. Um, and And I'm talking about, you know, somewhere on the torso or maybe on the leg or the thigh, a sheer panel. A sheer blouse is absolutely beautiful. Again, depend, put something underneath. We're, we're not talking about, you know, nothing underneath. Um, with a beautiful silk camisole underneath, it uh, can be really, really beautiful. So be careful on that trend. Um, sheer, I w- again, do it very minimal. And mixed prints. This is very spring-like. Um, I think this is we see prints for spring all the time, but mixing them. And I've talked here on the show about mixing prints and some some thoughts and ideas on how to do it. Basically, you need a common thread. This is this is my a suggestion in short. When you want to mix, if let's say you want to mix a floral shirt with a striped bottom, you've got to have a common thread. So maybe. The background of both are black or white, or maybe there's, you know, a hot pink color running through both of them. Something has to tie the two prints together. And um, also scale comes into play as well, you know, whether it's a small scale or a large scale. Um, Because small scale, like if you think of a man's dress shirt, often if it's a check or a plaid, it reads as a solid from a distance. So um, you could easily pair a small scale print with a large scale something. Again, they've got to have something in common. So think about when you see a group of friends out, usually, most of the time, when it's friends, not coworkers, you'll see they kind of all look, look similar. You know, they all have maybe the same kind of hair or the same jacket or the same type of shoe or handbag. So you want to remember it like that. They have to have a common thread. They have to look like they would hang out together and belong together. And uh, mixing prints can be great. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. On that note, so I challenge you to one add one new piece into your wardrobe each season and uh, – we're, we're so 2018 is almost here, and uh, the spring stuff is going to be out probably within about 60 days. You're going to start to see spring items hit stores. So go through your closets, dig everything out, try it on, pack up what you're not going to wear, pack up what you need to get rid of, and then maybe add something new to your wardrobe. I challenge you, maybe it'll be something from this trend report, or maybe it's just something old that you that you love that you haven't worn but hopefully I've given you a little bit of insight on how to how to wear things and how to pair it and don't forget ultraviolet look for that ultraviolet color on that note I've got to run thanks for listening join me next week for more fashion friday on 1490 wgch
Bo, 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 bo.